This is HPR episode 2958 for Wednesday the 4th of December 2019. Today's show is entitled Haskell Modules and it's part of the series Haskell and it's hosted by Tukatorito and is about 23 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is Tukatorito talks about Haskell Modules. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Multiplexer.exe 
HS. That's our module. And in top of that file, we have a, we have a module declaration. We just write a module, multiplexer, open parent, mix, match, plexer, scoop, dot, dot, close parent there, and then the implementation. Uh, I'm omitting the full function and type definitions because they aren't, I haven't uh, pretend them and they are not important. We just pretend that we have two functions called mix and match and two types called plexer and scooper. And in our module definition, plexer doesn't have a dot after it in, inside parents. That means that only the pipe is exported. And scooper has dots. That means that if a, if a scooper is a algebraic data type, then all the value constructors are exported. And if it's a record, then all the uh, field accessors are exported. So that list after the module name is the uh, export list. That defines what, ha what of those things that are defined inside of the module are available to the outside of the module. There could be a lot of other code, but that's not visible to the outside world. Okay, so um, if you leave that list off, that finally, that export list, that causes ex everything to be available to the outside world. I like I like defining explicitly what is available to the outside world. Okay, uh, then you are. Now that we have a, that our multiplexer module written and tested and everything, we want to use it. So there's a. I was actually surprised when I, I was doing reading on the modules how many different ways there are to import them. Importing means that you are taking a module into use. We have a. We have a. a, a for example, our, our program's main code resides in the main.hs file. And there we want to use this multiplexer thingies. And how you use them is to use import function. That's just a, uh, well, I think I haven't talked about those ever before. Anyway, import is a way of referring to a different module and bringing all the identifiers or some of the identifiers from there into the current module so that you can use them. So the first um, first first the easiest way is to use uh, just an import. We can just write on top of our file import multiplexer, and that brings all those exported identifiers into our current module. Or it brings qualified and unqualified names. So in our example, we can then call the our mix function as a mix and then parameters, or we can call it multiplexer.mix and parameters. So there's a two names for it now. One is the unqualified name, that is just the name of the function, and the qualified name is the name of the function prepended with the module name. Because sometimes there might be that the yeah, I got I got that in that in a bit. Why why would you want to use qualified names? And this like I said, this imports everything. 
and sometimes you don't want to import everything for for various reasons. So to easiest way is to explicitly define what you want to import. You can just write import multiplexer open parent and then list of the list of the uh, identifiers that you want to import. So if we wanted to import those four things, we would just write import multiplexer open parent mix match plexer scooper dot dot. So that explicitly declares that I want to import uh, multiplexer from multiplexer module mix and match functions plexer and scooper pipes and and value constructors or field accessors for the for the scooper. And if I didn't want to import anything, I could leave that list empty. Then only type instances would be uh, sorry in uh, type class. Then only instances of type classes will be imported. Sometimes that's useful. And again, these imp these imports are both qualified and un unqualified names. And if we didn't need the plexer and scooper, we could just write import multiplexer, open parent, mix and match, and close parent. After that, only mix and match are available. Plexer and scooper aren't. And if there's a, there could be a, there could be a, a two files or two modules that we are using, and they both define the uh, same, same. Uh, Identifier, for example, we want to be some completely related, unrelated uh, module that also would define mix. Then, if we import that and the multiplexer mix from both of those, then we don't, then the compiler can't understand what uh, to which which mix we are referring to. So, for those cases, we can uh, use qualified names. We can call it with a Mix. Uh, we, can, we can call it multiplexer dot mix, and then the compiler knows which 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 we are using, which which we want to use, and uh, we can also make sure that we we can also force using of the qualified names. We can use import qualified multiplexer. That means that. It imports everything from the multiplexer module into our current module, but it only imports qualified names. So there isn't mix anymore. There's only multiplexer mix that we can use. And after that, there won't be name collisions. And uh, sometimes you are using that function quite a lot and writing multiplexer in front of it, the module name gets tedious, so you can rename the module, not by changing it on the, on the, on the not not by changing the uh, actual module file, but the, but the, you can import and rename it with a as keyword. So you can say import multiplexer as m. After that, you you uh, the module is referred as a M in your 
current current module. So you can instead of writing multiplexer dot mix or multiplexer dot match, you just write m dot mix m dot match. This is this is I'm using quite a, quite a lot. And you can have multiple multiple uh, uh, imports from the same module. Like you can you could uh, write import qualified multiplexer as m mix and import multiplexer hiding mix. That means that you are the first one is importing only the mix function, but but qualified with a qualified name and multiplexer renamed as M. So you can only call M.mix and nothing else is available. And then you are importing everything, both qualified and unqualified name from the multiplexer without renaming, but you are hiding mix. So everything else but the mix is now imported. And after that you can call M.mix match multiplexer dot match plexer multi multiplexer dot plexer scooper multiplexer scooper sometimes this is useful I don't really often use that so hiding is a, another way you can you can uh, import everything except some some defined list so uh, that's a that should now be all yeah, and all all different ways of importing, and you can combine these. So you can write import multiplexer to import everything, both qualified and un unqualified. You can import multiplexer open parents, close parents, and this time you are importing only type class instances. So, if, for example, if your type is uh, defined to have a be a member of a be uh, instance of a uh, num class, then you are only importing those those instances. You can write import multiplexer open parent list of things to import that imports both qualified and unqualified. And the same thing, import qualified multiplexer everything but only qualified names. Import qualified multiplexer list of things to import. And import multiplexer hiding list of what you are hiding, everything else but this list that I'm giving you. And this imports both qualified and unqualified. Import qualified multiplexer hiding list of things to hide. Import multiplexer as M. You are renaming the uh, multiplexer to be M. Both qualified and unqualified names, everything that is exported is given to you. Import multiplexer as M list of things to import. These are only these things defined in the list are imported, both qualified and un unqualified, but the module is renamed to NM. Import qualified multiplexer as M and import qualified multiplexer as N and list of things to import. I think I might have missed something there. Yeah. No, that should be all. So there's a you can mix mix and match this how 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 you import things and you have a quite a good control on how you want to import things. So in short, some identifiers can be chosen to be imported while leaving others unimported. Modules can be imported 
qualified. That means that you are forcing an obligatory namespace qualifier to imported identifiers. Some identifiers can be skipped with the hiding clause, and module namespaces can be renamed with the as clause. There's a special module called Prelude. This is a this is a sort of base module that is automatically imported. It contains lots of helpful types and functions, but sometimes you don't want want that. For for example, there might be that there's a you have written a own version of some functions, or you are using some other other versions written by some other person of those functions that are defined in Prelude. Prelude. So you don't want to you don't want to use that. For example, the uh, head function in that that is defined in the Prelude gives you the first item of the list. But if you call that uh, function, if you apply that function with an empty list, then you get a runtime error. And I don't like I don't like runtime errors in Haskell. I try to avoid game. I, I try to avoid those as much as possible. So there's a different different implementation for the for the head function that in, that instead of first item it returns maybe the first item. So if if you have a, if you give it a list of uh, something it and that the, and there's elements it just it returns just that first element. And if there's if that list is empty then it returns nothing. So it returns you a value always. It doesn't crash. So instead of the prelude version I like using that one. So uh so there's a couple ways of uh um not import for not importing the prelude. You can write a pragma at the start of the start of the your file. These are compiler directives. So these are uh I don't remember what, what those whisker looking parents. Well now they are called whisker parents. They are not the square brackets, they are not the parents, but they are the third byte. So open open up that dash has language no implicit prelude has arrow uh has dash and close that funny parenting and this instructs the compiler not to implicit not not to not to import prelude you can also import prelude manually because that that turns off the automatic import and what would you do is you can just write import qualified prelude as p that means that only only uh qualified names are imported from the prelude and now if you are calling head you are using your own version and if you want to use the uh, version defined in the prelude, you use p.head. So, prelude is a useful, it's really useful, but there's a, there are some functions that I like to be implemented slightly differently. Uh, circular references. Haskell doesn't su support circular references. This is if you have two modules that uh, import each other either directly or indirectly 
täyttäisi noita kompaan. Tää kompailusta Refuses to compile that. So, imports have to form a directed acyclic graph. So, they can refer to things and those things can refer to some other things, but nobody can ever refer back to the first, first thing forming a loop. Of course, you can have some completely different module that is not imported from anywhere to refer that first thing, but then it's not a first thing. But anyway, you cannot have a circular import. Sometimes that sometimes these arise when you are writing code, and that means that you have to move code around. It might be that it is possible to uh, move move things within existing modules to break this circular reference, or sometimes you have to create a new module and move something there. Like like recently, I was working with a uh, uh, spaceships and people and crews and people. I think it was that the people and crew were defined in the same same module. And then the, somebody can, some people can own a spaceship, but then the spaceship can have a crew and crew is consist consists of people. So there was a circular reference that I pro broke up by introducing a third module where I moved the crew related things, because then I could have a, a people who own a spaceship, but spaceship isn't referring anywhere else, because crew is defined in a separate module, the crew and spaceship are sort of separate things then. But sometimes you just have to move, move around code a little bit. Sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it just takes a quite a bit of time to figure out how to do things. But at least uh, uh, Haskell isn't as strict as a F-sharp, which is in where you cannot use anything that is defined after the point we are using it. So in F-sharp you cannot have circular references, and you cannot, in a, inside of a file, you cannot refer forward. You can only re refer to backward to things that have been defined. Which is kind of funny. Uh, so that's that's about it. And compilation I mentioned already. So when you compile a big program, everything is compiled. That might take a time. And after that, when you change a one, one module, only that module and everything dependent on that directly or indirectly gets compiled. So the compilation speed is Compilation is sped up, and sometimes you end up with a sort of a, for example, common or misc, some some module that is contains uh, some common things that are used everywhere in your program, and when you change anything in that module, it triggers the compilation, recompilation of most of your program that takes a time. So it's it, of course, if of course if it's a common thing, then it's a common thing, and then it's used in a, everywhere. But I try to keep those things that go in some very common module to the minimum and break up things as much much as it makes sense, so that I don't have to change a module and then wait for the whole whole system to recompile. That's it. Now we know how to define modules, 
and how to use them and I don't have anything else to talk about this this time so questions comments and feedback is always welcomed even better it is if you record your own Hacker Public Radio episodes and the best way to reach me nowadays is either email or in the Fediverse where I'm tuturto at mastodon.social happy hacking You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.